Welcome to the Behind the Bliss podcast, where Mary Scott Mercer and Rachel Autry bring weekly conversations to encourage, inspire, storytell, and share. Each episode is designed for you to feel met in your mess and balanced in your bliss. Here's today's conversation. Hey, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Behind the Bliss. I'm one of your hosts, Rachel, and I have Mary Scott on with me today to talk all things social media. Woohoo! Woo! I feel like it could go either way as far as whether we hate it or whether we love it and how to navigate our way around it. And so today we're just going to tackle it. Yeah. I think it's going to be, we just kind of decided we wanted to do a few episodes, maybe a month or every few months of just like practical everyday things that we as women struggle with and just kind of take you step by step about, you know, stories from us and like kind of just flush it out, things that work, things that don't work and just kind of indicators of things that are happening inside our hearts in ways that we might be able to redirect them practically. So today we're tackling the topic of social media. Um, Rachel, I know that as an, you know, an influencer or a blogger or whatever, you and me both spend a ton of time online. And do you ever feel like you get really caught up in the whole thing? Okay, it's weird because I never, I'm just going to be completely honest. It doesn't ever really cross my mind what I'm posting, but I get Mm. so wrapped up in what other people are posting. Does that make sense? What do you mean by that? Yeah, tell me more. Okay, so I would say I am a justice seeker. Like, I want the truth. I want the facts. I want the real deal. I want vulnerability. And if something's wrong, I get really mad. Mm -hmm. And to be honest, I don't really love the idea of being called an influencer because at the end of the day, we're all influencers, whether That's we want really to be or not. Point. So I I get really wrapped up with other people's content because I feel like I've sought out what it means to be a content creator myself. And when someone else's isn't what I feel like I've been convicted that it should be, it frustrates me. And so... Mm. I'd say for me as a consumer, it's harder than me as a producer. Interesting. I would say that's true too. I think I'm realizing, and to be honest, I don't know if this is good or bad, but I'm realizing that I probably follow predominantly people that I don't know. And that's kind of like the beauty and the curse of social media because you don't really know the reality of what people's life is really like behind the bliss, aka why we have this podcast. Um, And the cool thing about Instagram and social media that I think we should point out is that it is an amazing place to receive really valuable content, to receive really helpful information, to learn about something, to follow someone's life that really encourages you and moves you forward. I can think of multiple people that I look at every day and I genuinely like am thrilled about everything they produce because I know it's going to add value to my life. And that's it. So the problem, yeah, I think the problem that I even face, similarly to you, but even completely different is that I might almost pay attention and receive content or information from too many sources and it just leaves me on overdrive and then also just I think sometimes as a I guess content creator I don't know if I can even call myself that but I guess we all are to some extent um you know at the end of the day it's just like that's this going back and forth of, you know, why am I even doing this? Like, what is my motivation and sharing this online? What am I trying to communicate? And um, just 
kind of the internal struggle that I even feel, even if my motives are pure, just getting wrapped up in people's questions about what you post. Or the more you post, the more people respect your opinion, but then they're going to come to you for more questions. And I almost think my biggest struggle is just like the maintaining of it all. Do you know what I mean? I know you totally know what I mean. Um, But it just can feel so overwhelming. And then there's plenty of times, of course, when you post something that you think is really meaningful or you think is hopefully going to add value to someone's life or it's really deep and from your heart and you really want to know, I know at least me personally, like how it's resonating with your audience and what people are saying about it. And so I think sometimes I can really fight that just, you know, am I seeking and posting this because I feel like I should, like I feel like God's asking me to, or am I doing it to seek the approval of man? And that can be one of my biggest issues for sure. Well, here's the thing. So I, anytime before I post something, I always ask myself, why am I posting this? Is it, there's so many different reasons we post, right? Right. We post to inform people. Maybe there's an event coming up you want people to know about, like harmless. Maybe there is Um, something that you want to post to encourage somebody or to inspire something or to have a proud moment of showing a corner in your home that you just redid or, Mm -hmm. you know, but at the end of it all, all of these are okay, but are they self-reflecting or Mm. are they God-reflecting? That's so good. Are they like, oh, wow, this outfit is great. I love this outfit and you should have this outfit hanging in your closet too. And if not, you're less than. Right. It's completely different than a message being communicated like, hey, mama, no, you're on a budget. This jacket's 50% off. (laughs) And if you're looking for a winter coat, it's a great option. Yeah. You know, like... It's really, it's it's a place of your heart of like, am I here to hurt or to help? And do I want people to leave feeling hurt or helped? That's so good. I think something that I think I've had to um, kind of come to terms with, okay, this is, I think I shared this recently with a friend and you might understand what I'm saying. So, you know, Daniel and I have started renovating our house, right? right. So I, I'm the person online who really, really loves following that kind of stuff. I feel inspired seeing what people do. I'm really into house stuff, you know, all the things. And I know most people are like that too. So I've, you know, really tried to keep the quote unquote journey of this house in a tab online for people to watch all the work that we've done. And, um, you know, I just, my motive for doing that was so pure. Like, honestly, it was genuinely from a place of like, this is just so fun. I love when people post this, so I'm going to do the two. And I want a place that I can go back and see the transformation, right? So all that to say, I Daniel asked me the other day, am, like, do you think, like, are you being showy when you do that? Like, are you trying to, like, I know you don't think so, but what, what do you think people are thinking on the other side of the computer screen? And I was like, okay, that's a good point. And then I got a direct message from someone that said, wow, you're so lucky, you know, something like that along those lines. And it made me stop and feel convicted, but I had to really reconcile something in my heart. Like, just because, like, I have to be okay with the fact that my heart was pure in that moment and I also have to understand that at the end of the day whatever I post even in the in the midst of my purest moments if someone else takes it and it's it's received differently or it's received out of a place of something they're going through inside their hearts or a place of sin in their hearts like that's not my responsibility that's it and I have to be okay and like confident in the fact that like I have to be okay with if my motives were pure or weren't pure but not everyone is going to 
maybe see what I see or understand what I'm doing from my perspective. And I have to be okay and like realize that the responsibility is really just with me and my heart. And I can't be, you know, taking on the responsibility of what it's doing inside someone else's heart. Yes. And here's my thing is like, we are a part of either one of these equations. We're a producer or a consumer, like I said before. And we are only responsible for what we put out there. And that's the only thing that we have to steward. And the other half of what we have to steward is what we receive. But we are mm-hmm. not responsible for what other people receive. They are powerful people. They can make their own decisions. And like part of like I said earlier, part of me as a consumer, I feel like is easier to get wrapped up than me as a producer. Yeah. yeah. And like I, I hope people never are offended or uh, become more like, insecure or feel insignificant by things that I post and so that's why I do go into posts prayerfully and that sounds silly people are like I think that's a lot of effort for an Instagram post but really it's not because I never want to cause someone else to stumble right but right on the other side as a consumer I find myself myself often going to Instagram for um like affirmation but not the likes on my pictures but to see other people's things or Mm -hmm. to know that I'm doing okay based on someone else's or maybe as like a barometer or measuring tool to see how my day is going Mm -hmm. compared to everybody Mm -hmm. else's and if I'm going into the circumstance already lacking a foundation of confidence and lacking I guess like already a spiritual intimacy with the Lord then like I can't expect to leave feeling better than how I came because there's going to be moments of like defeat and other people doing it better than me. And mm-hmm. that that's, that's doing a disservice for myself because I didn't go totally. into it strong minded and strong willed. It's not like I'm sitting in the waiting room scrolling through Instagram because it's just a nice way to pass time. It's a, Oh, I just had a really hard conversation. Let me just sit in my car for five more minutes and scroll. Probably when I get myself in trouble, (laughs) you know? Right. And that's not only to make you feel better, but also just to numb something that's going on inside you, you know? Like uh, not wanting to face reality, not wanting to face like the pain in your heart, not wanting to face sadness. And, you know, it's funny that we're talking about that because a few weeks ago I was on a cruise with Daniel's family and we obviously were out of the country and we didn't have our phones, right? So I like noticed by like day two or day three, like just all these feelings are coming to the surface. You know, we had just had a lot, like a really crazy few months. Daniel had come home from his deployment. Um, We had left Savannah. We had moved and bought a house. We had started renovating. We were living with his parents. Like all of these like massive life transitions were happening, but they all happened so fast that I wasn't, you know, slowing down enough to just like really process through them. And it was like day two or three of the cruise. And I just felt this overwhelming sense of sadness that I had not dealt with. Um, and I was like, where is this coming from? And Daniel was like, you know, what's going on? And I think it hit me like, oh goodness. Like it's just, it's all just hitting me. I haven't had a chance to realize all that's been occurring in my heart. And all of a sudden it's just like welling up to the surface because I haven't been picking up my phone and I haven't been talking to friends and I've been reading my Bible and reading my books without any distraction. And it's, it just was really eye opening to me, like how often we escape our reality by just scrolling and looking at everyone else's pretty realities. And so I thought it might be interesting or helpful for me just to share some indicators of 
maybe some things that we can sift through in all of our hearts. I heard, I think it was Emily Freeman who said in her book, like, we should allow certain things to be a colander for our life (laughs) and see what, like, kind of filters through to the bottom, which I thought, wow, that's such powerful imagery. So I wanted to just list off a few indicators or thoughts that may be, um, like, helpful for you to see that your phone or social media may be having a larger grip on you than normal. So um, at least these are true in my life. So I said, you step away from your phone after a post, trying not to see what people think, but yet all you can think about is what people are saying. (laughs) Yeah. Um, You notice that every – Right? Isn't that true? Um, You notice that every time you and your friends or you and your spouse try and spend intentional time together, you both end up on your phones unintentionally. Um, You notice that when you try and use your phone to respond to a work text or like an actual needed message or a phone call, you somehow end up back online scrolling without even intending to do so. That happens to me far too much. Um... You notice that the time that you're spending on social media really affects the words you choose to use and just your overall attitude. Um, I've noticed that, like, I can just feel so ugly. My attitude towards Daniel is harsher. My word choice is not as intentional. I just feel less nice, if that makes sense. I don't know what it is. Mm -hmm. And then, again, like we just said, you run to scroll to numb something deeper inside your heart that you don't want to deal with. Um, so those are just probably helpful, like, things to think through this week. Like, what am I doing? Or, like, are any of these indicators pointing to something that might be happening in my heart that I might need to address? And those are definitely all five something that I wrestle with on a daily yeah. and weekly basis. Yeah. And I so easily get to this point of frustration when people – okay, because here's the thing. Like, we're covering social media – And yes, like it can be a huge struggle and it can be an issue, but only if you let it. Mm -hmm. And I feel like because there has been such a world of issue and hurt and there's a lot of ugliness online that people just go ahead and like crumple social media into a ball and throw it out the window. Um, And I like want people to hear that it's all about how you use it and what you're seeing and I guess how you're operating. And so those indicators are perfect. Well, it's just like sin in general. Like, no thing that we're dealing with on a sin level is actually bad. It's just where we take it that it takes it to that sin level. Like, it can be Netflix. It can be a coffee addiction. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, it's just like, what are you doing? Like, what is getting you to that place? That is really the indicator of an issue of sin inside your heart. And so, like, Instagram is not bad. Social media is not bad. In fact, it's a lovely place of inspiration and encouragement, especially for, like, ministry to happen. You know, if that's where people are spending their time, like, by golly, we should meet them there. But it just matters, like, the amount of time. I think, you know, what the words we say and where we spend our time is a huge indicator of where – you know, idols are in our heart. And, you know, that's a really tough thing to reconcile, but it's just so true. And I've noticed this is a huge one for me personally. Yeah. So my church right now is doing 21 days of prayer. So we pray for 21 days and they have prayer services every morning. It's really, it's just amazing. Um, And part of that is you fast something. So a lot of my friends are fasting social media and um, they just, like, deleted the apps from their phone. They're not even logging in. They're not looking. And um, one of my friends and I were talking about it yesterday, about how our fast was going. And she said, well, it's odd because 
first off, I don't miss it, which is interesting. Like I, I really thought interesting. Yeah, mm-hmm. she said I really thought I was going to crave it, so now I'm more convicted. But she said, but second, the issues in my life that I had when Instagram or whatever was an escape are still here. If you cut off Instagram, it's like cutting off a branch on a tree. You can't expect the problem to die. You can cut it out. You can log out. You can delete the app. You can not ever go on the app or whatever, like whatever you think is going to work. But until you address the root issue, the bigger problem, this weed is not going to go away. So I just wanted to say like Instagram is probably not your problem. It's just going to feed the problem until you can cut it out as a distraction and keeping you away to get to the root. So I just wanted to clarify because we do we do love our Instagram and we do love it and it's amazing but again like it's always circles back to how are you going to incorporate it and it's always going to be a tool and you can misuse a tool you can use a tool appropriately it's just your choice well I'm glad that you brought up the whole distraction thing because we're going through at our church um, a series on spiritual warfare and it has been really amazing I'll share about it when the series is over and we can link it somewhere. But on the first week, it just kind of talked about kind of key tactics the enemy uses to, you know, entangle us in spiritual warfare on a day-to-day. And the number one was for believers, the key tactic for the enemy is distraction. And this mm-hmm. quote, it literally convicts the crap out of my heart, okay? And this, I'm just going to read it because I have it right here. Um, and it George Wright, our pastor, said, The enemy seeks to distract believers from the mission of God so that they are ineffective and not actively engaged in the battle and simply consumed with themselves. And, oh, golly, that hit me like a a whole house of bricks because – that's so true. Like, where am I? Like, where am I distracted from the mission of God? And I, I don't think that I'm necessarily distracted from the mission of God because of Instagram. But I do think I could be distracted by the things of the world, and it just makes me think of, you know, Romans twelve two. Like, let us not be conformed to the patterns of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of the mind, mm-hmm. so that we are able to test and approve what God's will is. And you know, am I am I not able to renew my mind because I'm. I want to scroll. Like, that's just what I have to ask myself. Yeah. Or, am I ineffective because I spend that much time distracted and not just distracted online, but just in general? Like, we could do a whole episode on distraction, but I just, mm, it's so, it's so convicting. So, one of the things that convicts me is do I love my influence more than I love Jesus right now? Mm. And, like, do mm-hmm. I want to be, do I want influence more than I want Jesus? And, um, well, I don't know how to describe it, but it puts in my place in this, it puts my heart in this place of like reassembling my mind and thinking I can share outfits, I can share recipes, we can share like you were sharing your celery juice and bone <laughs> broth making and like all these things and it's really cool. But at the end of the day, if the message isn't conveyed that hey we're making bone broth and we're making these really yummy recipes that are healthy so that we can take care of our bodies and steward them well so that they can go out and complete a bigger mission or or like if we don't communicate the bigger issue or like the Mm -hmm. bigger idea then we failed and so for me like 
practically, I'm so about practical things. Practically, what that looks like is if I ever feel like I shared something that's really fun and really glamorous, because life can be fun and glamorous sometimes. Like, what the heck? My husband's a pilot. So sometimes I post selfies of us in a plane and it just looks super bougie. And I'm just going to break it to you. We're not, we are not bougie. We're not. Nope. We got issues. I almost feel like I have to balance it. Like I have this right. responsibility to then like bring in the real life. And to me, like that is my like woo moment of being, of being like, okay, we have, we have done, we have done this well. Like I don't want anyone to feel misled or like abandoned in their struggle. And so sometimes I will hop on Instagram stories and share my hardship or, you know, share something weird that's yes. going on in my life and those are the moments Mary Scott I can't even begin to describe like that's when I feel feel literally fulfilled is whenever people come back and they say thank you me too right and I'm like okay I mean right like that's the whole reason we do this and I think it's important to say like we should want to celebrate the beautiful parts of our life you know what I mean yeah like we are allowed to do that and that's what I'm thinking the balance is so important like we shouldn't feel shame for wanting to share like I don't know a pretty bathroom tile like that is not a thing but if that's all we share and we're missing out like you said on that bigger purpose and you know also sharing into the really tough parts then we're not doing life right and so I think that's a huge huge um thing to point out and I'm glad that you said that um just a quick question I'm curious do you feel like you have a like a resource tool bag or um like a practice that you do when you're following someone that is not life-giving to you anymore or you're following someone that you feel maybe jealous of but you know that it's probably an issue with you and not with them does that make sense I'm so glad you asked here's the thing I had this epiphany probably like three months ago (laughs) I was like oh my gosh the, the blue button that I push to follow these people, you could push it again and it unfollows them. The freedom of the unfollow. Like, what the <laughs> heck? Why is that such a big deal? One, like, let's not get offended. And two, like, if, if you feel like it is going to be, like, a socially awkward, I cannot unfollow these people. I am in a few of those boats, if I can just be so vulnerable, where I share a community with some women. And I'll just be honest, they are not life-giving online, and it really a lot of times defeats me and sometimes you can't choose what you see so right there is this really cool tool that instagram created called a mute button M-U-T-E. i love the mute function yes yep. so you don't have to unfollow them but instagram takes away their content from your feed praise god it's so perfect it's so perfect unfortunately some people just do i guess i don't know how keep such a close watch on their followers that they notice when someone unfollows them i think that there's just mm-hmm. crazy um, uh, we have way too much time on our hands if that's what literally, we're Literally, I'm like, okay, can you come do my dishes? Because I'm, uh. I'm drowning in to do list <laughs> things. But I, I, yeah, the, the mute button is amazing because, again, like, it's a subtle way of saying I choose not to watch this, but without it being an offensive, completely unfollow and block you thing. Totally. Well, on the other spectrum of that, I think something I've noticed in my heart over you know, the last however many years I've been online, that sometimes I have an issue with someone, but it's not because of who they are. It's because of who I am. And so I've realized the power of celebration. And so what I mean is 
is, is when someone like that in my life is really achieving something or they're in a cool life stage or they post a beautiful photo or something, I intentionally, instead of intentionally not commenting or not liking, I intentionally like and comment so that they, like, it's not because of them. They have no idea, but because I have to show myself that I can celebrate someone else, like, Mm -hmm. because I love the Lord and because this person is a lovely person, I can celebrate them. And it's whatever's going on inside of my heart can't make it such a toxic situation that I can't celebrate someone else. And so I've like kind of had to force myself to do that a few times. And the beautiful thing is like over time, I start to really genuinely actually want to celebrate them. You know, isn't that crazy? Where we, we can like, it's like forming a habit. And, and I think it's important. I think of course, Lisa Turkers wrote in her book, um, uninvited, a, a chapter called friendship breakups and also a chapter on just the harvest. And I think sometimes we can get consumed with worrying that someone else is going to steal what God has for you, mm-hmm. or they have stolen the content that is going to make you, you, or they're going to steal something that's going to steal something from you in the future, whatever it is. And there's a part in that chapter that says there is room for everyone. There is room for, you know, the there's multiple needs for everyone to share their unique brand of beautiful in this world. Like yeah. we are all unique and we cannot succumb to the lie that so-and-so shared that. So now I have nothing to offer. That is a lie because yeah. you are a uniquely created person by God to share something uniquely from your perspective and with your exact brand of beautiful. And we can't believe that. And so that's where the celebration had to be huge for me because I would get so bogged down with, okay, well, they're doing it. So I may as well sit under a rock and never share anything that matters to me because so-and-so does that too. And that's just, Mm -hmm. that's where the enemy wants you because then you're not sharing something that is powerful and unique to you. You know what I mean? And the message you were supposed to share. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. So, of course, like, we are just scratching the surface. This is not all end-all, be-all. This is not all that you need to know or, you know, right? the entire opinion, black or white. Like, this is just how we've been convicted. We've gotten several questions about social media and how we handle it personally and how we would encourage others to handle it. So this is our little snippet. You can consider it just like the very beginning. Um, But another just great verse to reflect on in this moment or if you're ever considering more about the topic or really any topic whenever it comes to consuming things in our mind or giving other people things to consume is Philippians 4.8, which is amazing. It basically says, finally, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable. If anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. Mm-hmm. So I, my prayer for us and you listening today is just that we would create content that is those things um, and that we can give other people those things to think about through what we publish. And if we are being convicted at the moment that we are listening or watching or scrolling through something that is not that list of things that we would have the opportunity and the power and the boldness to just cut it off right what a filter for us 
as we navigate the ins and outs of a never-changing social media world. I mean, wow. Um, Well, as always, y'all, thank you so much for joining us for this episode. We will share all of these pointers and tips on our show notes at BehindTheBlissPodcast.com. And like we said every week, we are just seriously blown away by your response of the show. I mean, every week we are just so thankful for your kind words and your encouragement about how that episode meant so much to you or just that the topics we cover in general have been so encouraging in your daily walk with the Lord. And so if you have a few minutes today, would you head over to iTunes and leave us a review? It has been actually insane. But what you say, Rachel, the yeah. amount of people that we have come across that have found us via iTunes reviews, like yes. that's so fun. Um, and that's really what they are for. They are for, um, you know, an average person who may have never heard of Rachel and Mary Scott or Behind the Bliss, you know, just be going through iTunes and maybe our show is recommended to them based on what they've listened to before, or they might just randomly see us and might be encouraged on this side of the internet with just gospel daily practical truth. And that is why we ask that people leave a review, not so that we can toot our own horns, but just so that other people might be able to join our community of listeners. So if you have a few minutes, that would be super impactful and meaningful to us. Thanks again for joining us for today's episode and we'll be back next week.